Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's dive straight into today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Jess Christina, who says, Am I the asshole for asking my sister to leave after she tried to kick me out of my own house? My 26 female sister, who I call Emily, moved in with her husband, 29 male, who I call Roger, two years back. Emily and I were never very close, but we were family nonetheless. Recently, they decided to get their house renovated because it's been quite disastrous at their place. They asked if they could move in with me last week. I was a little shocked because we haven't spoken in a while, but I said it would be fine with me. Emily wanted to have a talk. She asked if her and Roger could have the place to themselves on Christmas Day and Christmas Eve. I asked where she thinks I can go. Her response? I don't know. Get a motel. She continued to tell me how I can afford a couple of days in a motel and it won't kill me. She told me it's nothing against me. It's just that they have their own traditions and like to spend the holiday together. They chose to get their house renovated during this time, knowing it would interfere with their Christmas traditions. So I asked them to leave. I can't put my life on hold and move out because they want to spend the holiday with each other. They won't be homeless. My parents took them in, but they called me absolutely infuriated because I refused to let them stay and wouldn't let them enjoy the holiday after all the trouble they went through with the renovations. Am I the arsehole? And there is like a little edit and then there's an update as well, which we'll cover in a second. Now, this is one of those ones that's an obvious, not the arsehole. Who the hell goes up to someone who asks to stay in their place first of all and then says, oh, and whilst I'm here, can you just like, piss off for a day so i can uh, enjoy my own christmas tradition and i wonder what their christmas tradition is i was like what is there that you know the sister can't be there as well and i gotta be honest and i know it's not going to be that but the first thought that popped into my head is like there's gonna be some big christmas orgy going on but raven says not the arsehole that's just insane who asks that be happy someone is letting you stay at their place for a while Will they ask your parents to leave their home now so they can have their Christmas, or is it just you they would ask this of? Extend says not the arsehole, you did them a massive favor, and they replied by requesting you spend your own money to get a motel. If anybody should be staying in a motel, it should be the people that decided to renovate their house. The Paradox Lounge says in quotes, they chose to get their house renovated during this time, knowing it would interfere with their Christmas traditions. Then goes on to say, exactly. They sound like entitled brats. How presumptuous to need a place to stay after choosing the time frame for a renovation and asking you to leave when you've been more than gracious, even allowing them to stay. Especially when you aren't close and they probably should have asked your parents to begin with. And expect to have the time to themselves in a place that isn't their own. When they're experiencing the consequences of their decision is beyond my understanding. Not the arsehole. Doris Useless says, if they wanted privacy for Christmas, they could have one, planned better, or two, done what they expected you to do and gotten a motel room themselves. 
It's just weird that they wanted you to leave your own house and more so that they didn't even offer to pay for you to get a room somewhere and cover your meals while they stayed at your house. This is some serious entitlement on their part. Not the asshole. And one more from Dangerfield who says not the asshole. She knew exactly what she was doing and just expected you to bend to her whims because that's just her viewpoint. If they didn't want to have a disrupted Christmas, they shouldn't have chosen to renovate during this period. They don't get to ask you to leave your house full stop. So firstly, OP's edit says, thank you for the awards and support. I keep seeing the how could you be an asshole comment and I understand it, but my entire family did turn against me. That sort of thing messes with your head. Thank you nonetheless for all of your help. So the update came a few months after, which was after the Christmas had happened. And it says, there's been a few months since my last post and a lot has changed. After Christmas, my sister called me to apologize for what she had said. She told me she had been dealing with a lot of issues at that time and she didn't mean what she said. I felt sorry for her. I really did. So I told her all of it was okay and that she and Roger are forgiven. Fast forward a month and Emily and Roger are getting separated. I don't know their business, but I know that financial problems were a big part of it. She had asked to stay with me again and I, feeling sorry for her, said okay. The first day she came to stay with me was great. We got along well, ordered takeout and watched a movie together. Something we haven't done since we were very young. Keep in mind that my house has three bedrooms. One belongs to me, one is a guest bedroom and one is just pretty much an empty room. I decided to furnish the smaller guest room instead of the bigger one as I keep my violin and other instruments in there. She was staying in my guest bedroom, a very small space with just a bed and a nightstand. This was a downgrade from her living space, but she didn't seem to mind. About two nights after she came, she asked if there's any way that she can switch the rooms. Keep in mind, I had no idea how long she was planning on staying, so I didn't think it was a big deal. The room has a comfortable bed and a nightstand with some drawers. It's not permanent, so I told her no. The text says no, but I'm not sure if it's yes from the way she just described that, but this is when the bigger problem started. She began to leave her dirty clothes and dishes all over the floor. She stained a quilt that a close friend of mine had made for me with food. I asked her to please keep my rooms tidy and she started to break down crying. She told me she was feeling very down and that she is sorry. I understand this sort of thing, but I still asked her to keep tidy as she was living here for free. She kept doing it, however, and I asked her to leave again to stay with my parents. A dick move? Maybe, but the room was dirty and smelled disgusting. A few of my friends says I'm too harsh with her, but I'd really tried to get along with her, but we just don't work. She didn't give my parents her sob story this time, though, and so there were no more fights with my parents. Fast forward again to last week, my sister gives me a call and apologizes. She told me that she knows we can never be friends, but she hopes we can be civil. I said absolutely. I want to take a moment to thank all of the people who took time to respond to me. You guys helped me get through Christmas 2020. Now hindsight is a wonderful thing and the only thing I would have suggested to OP was like the second time or before the second time she moved in you set those boundaries firmly. I know that you told her she needs to leave which I think is absolutely fantastic but you gave her a time frame before she actually moved in because it just felt like in some way she was getting away with it just by going oh sorry i did that again will you forgive me and you're just like yeah yeah i will forgive you but what is with your friends and family either they're only hearing like one side of the story or there's something up with them to keep thinking that you're the one in the wrong in these situations holy moly but what do you guys make of this one let me know your thoughts down in the comments below 
let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from a throwaway account who says, am I the asshole for telling my son that he ruined Christmas for me and his stepdad when he decided to spend it with his dad? Me, female, and my ex-husband, male, are divorced. We have a 16-year-old son together, Mason. I got remarried to my husband, male, Nathan. My ex-husband and I used to argue who should get Mason for the holidays back when he was little. As he got older, we started letting him decide. Last year, he spent Christmas with me, Nathan and my in-laws, and he complained that the experience was terrible because he said Nathan and his family had little to no accommodation for his food choices. I'm not defending them, but my in-laws are quite traditional when it comes to food and a bit ignorant to what types of food Mason eats. He also said he didn't feel as welcome as the other kids in the family and that Nathan forced him to share his personal stuff like his phone so that his step-nephews could watch Christmas movies. Yesterday during breakfast, we were talking about Christmas and what we were planning this year. But then out of nowhere, he announced that he'd be spending Christmas with his dad at a rental Christmas cottage in his favorite town. I was stunned and so was Nathan. I asked Mason when and how he agreed to this arrangement, but he pointed back to what happened last Christmas and said he didn't want to basically have another shitty holiday and be miserable. I told him that his dad should have come to me first, but he argued that he's already okayed it and so he saw no need for my opinion. We started arguing and he started complaining about me trying to ruin the experience, but in response, I told him that he has already ruined Christmas for me and his stepdad the minute he agreed to this arrangement. He got up and walked away after saying that I was being overdramatic. Nathan just sat there and looked down. I had a huge argument on the phone with Mason's dad and he kept giving me an attitude and laughing and saying that I sounded pathetic. When I told him I'd have my lawyer call him, he backpedaled and said he wouldn't have done this if Mason didn't like it. He urged me to drop it and let Mason have this experience or he'll resent me for missing it. Now Mason isn't speaking to me. Nathan is trying to convince him to stay with us because without him, our Christmas is ruined, but he won't budge from the looks of it. Am I the asshole for not dropping it as well? What I meant by why didn't his dad come to me first is that he planned to take Mason out of town, which is a big deal to me. There's going to be traveling. I kind of don't get it. Like the first couple of lines, you says, as he got older, we started letting him decide where he can spend Christmas. And last year he spent it with you and Nathan and the in-laws. And he just didn't have a good time. You knew he didn't have a good time. You admitted that, you know, his food choices and the types of food, they're a bit ignorant towards it. So he's not having a good time himself. But when he decided that he's going to his dad, you're kicking up a fuss about it. So you're actually not letting him decide anything. You're trying to take away that, that choice away from him. But Horror says, you're the arsehole. So your son can decide who he wants to spend the holidays with as long as he chooses you. Get over yourself and start thinking of your son. You did nothing to make his holiday a good one last year. You let him be miserable and just offended your in-laws. Instead of supporting your son's choice, you threw a tantrum and threatened your ex. Some parent you are being, but acting more like a kid than your own kid. Elendor Echo says, yeah, in my opinion, you're the asshole. He spent last Christmas with you guys. I think it's only fair for him to want to spend this Christmas with his dad. Totally unfair for you to say that he ruined Christmas. He's still a kid. He's a kid still. Did you think he'd spend every holiday with you guys when he also has a dad he'd like to spend the holidays with? Wolf and Bro says you're the asshole. Maybe if Mason had enjoyed his Christmas and was treated fairly, he'd want to be around you for Christmas. He also chose to spend it with you last year 
Why can't he switch off this year if you let him choose? I get the impression that the only reason you give him an option is so that you get to lord it over your ex when you get picked. But now that it's gone the other way, you're throwing a tantrum and you're going to ruin your kid's holiday and your relationship with him if you keep pushing this. Alice says you're the arsehole. It sounds like you and your ex established that your son gets to decide. So when he decides he doesn't want to spend Christmas with you, you pull out an emotional manipulation tactic. I think it'd be fair for your son to spend Christmas with his dad just based on the fact alone that he spent it with you last year. But all of that aside, it's a really unfair expectation to put on a child that if they don't want to do what you want, your holiday is ruined. It has not a healthy emotional boundary and will foster resentment. And the comments just pretty much continued like that. I couldn't find a one not the arsehole in that particular post, but maybe you have a different opinion on the matter. Love to hear it. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. And our next story comes from a throwaway account who says, Am I the arsehole for saying my girlfriend thinks she knows better than culinary professionals in expressing my disapproval? I, 26 male, live with my girlfriend, 27 female, for four years, and we try to split all grocery and shopping and cooking duties equally. We both like cooking well enough and pay for subscriptions to several recipe websites, Epicurious, Night Times, and consider it an investment because sometimes there's really creative stuff there. Especially since we've had to cut back on food spending recently and eating out often isn't viable. It's nice to have some decent options if we're feeling in the mood for something better than usual. I make it sound like we are snobs, but we eat box macaroni like once a week. Because we work different hours, even though we're both working from home, we almost never cook together. So I didn't find out until recently that she makes tweaks to basically every recipe she cooks. I had a suspicion for a while that she did this because I would use the same recipe to make something she did previously, and it would turn out noticeably different. But I brushed it off as her having more experience than me. But last week, I had vets day off on a day she always had off and we decided to cook together because the chance to do it doesn't come up often i like to have the recipe on my tablet and while i was prepping stuff i kept noticing how she'd do things out of order or make substitutions for no reason and barely even glanced at the recipe it got to the point i was concerned she was going off the rails so i would try to gently point out when she'd do things like put in red pepper when the recipe doesn't call for it or twice the salt she dismissed it saying that we both prefer spicier food or that the recipe didn't call for enough salt to make it taste good because they were trying to make it look healthier for the nutrition section. It's not like I think her food tastes bad slash too salty, but I genuinely don't understand what the point of the recipe is or paying for the subs if she's just going to make stuff up. And there's always a chance she's going to ruin it and waste food if she's changing something. I got annoyed and said that the recipe was written with what it has for a reason. 
and she said she knows what we like. Like I don't, so I said she didn't know better than the professional chefs who made the recipes we use, and neither do I, obviously. She got really offended and said I always did this, and when I asked what this was, she said I also got mad at her once because she'd make all the bits left over after cooking into weird Frankenstein meals. I barely remembered this until she brought up that time she made palm grilled cheese and I wouldn't even eat it. She mixed tomato paste, palm and a bit of mayo to make a cheese filling because it was all we had. Yeah, I wouldn't touch that with a 10 foot pole even though she claimed it tasted good. She called me stiff and closed minded so I said I didn't get why she couldn't follow directions. Even kids can follow a recipe and it's been almost a week and we're both still sore about it. Now, I gotta say from my perspective, and it's purely from my perspective, I don't really see what the problem is here. I like recipes and I like going online and finding various ones, but I also add stuff to my own taste as well because I like hot food. I like chilies. So especially with chili stuff, I like to add extra chilies. I could maybe understand to a point, you know, like if she changed every single recipe and it always tasted awful, but that doesn't sound like it's the case. It sounds like she knows what your guys like, your your taste buds and what you really enjoy and she's just trying to add some of that flavor to it but sally pl99 says you know a recipe is not a contract right <laughs> you're the asshole joe's wasted time says you're the asshole this is how most people cook the recipe is a guideline and you just adjust for your taste do you not like her food does it taste bad are you just finding something to fight about uh-huh Agreeable says you're the asshole and I don't want to jump to conclusions, but do you feel compelled to control other aspects of your life this tightly? I change recipes all the time to the point that by the time I've made them a few times, they're completely different and now mine because I've tailored them exactly to the way my husband and I enjoy our food. Tons of extra garlic, oh yes, more spice, etc. Sounds like she's a good cook. Let her do her thing. Okay, credit says, I wouldn't necessarily call you an asshole, but damn dude, let the girl cook as long as she's not ruining it. I only use recipes as a guide if I haven't made something before. My wife always asks me why I did this or why I did that, but she never complains about the end product. Please tell me you don't actually measure the water to boil noodles. <laughs> and one more from Initial Cry 8812 who says she knows how to make changes she likes and she uses leftover ingredients so there's no waste. What should she do with the leftover ingredients? Throw them out? Let them rot? If you want to stick to a recipe, then say that, but she hasn't done anything wrong. You, on the other hand, are being rude and have insulted her cooking. I don't think you're that huge of an arsehole, but you're the arsehole nonetheless. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's have another cheeky one, shall we? Let's. And our final story comes from a throwaway account who says, am I the asshole for abandoning my mother-in-law in a parking lot full of watching people? I, female 26, am a stay-at-home mum. I pick up my daughter after school. My husband, male 35, takes her to school in the mornings on the way to his work. Mother-in-law got divorced a couple of months ago and not so subtly complained to my husband that she was lonely. So my husband insisted that we have her over every weekend. Mother-in-law and I don't get along. For example, mother-in-law has always made snide remarks about me being a teenage mum, but I learned to ignore it since my husband asked me to keep the peace. When she began coming over, she would make comments about how dusty the floor was, how much laundry was in the basket, etc., hinting that I should be doing more housework as a stay-at-home mum. The final straw was when she commented about our daughter's academic abilities, 
saying stuff about how she's below standard academic level and blaming me for not putting in the effort to teach her. After a big argument, my husband finally agreed that only he would visit mother-in-law at her home. Mother-in-law and I haven't spoken to each other since. Mother-in-law's catalytic converter got stolen yesterday and hasn't got it fixed yet. My husband drove her to work this morning and asked me to pick her up. I said no. Mother-in-law works fairly close to our daughter's school, about a 15-minute walk. In the middle of the day, my husband sends me a text saying that he convinced mother-in-law to walk to our daughter's school so I can pick up both of them. I arrive at my daughter's school and see mother-in-law with daughter. I walk up to them and tell mother-in-law that she can find her way home, that I'm not going to give her a lift. She started to create a scene and the other parents and children were starting to stare. So I took my daughter by the hand and drove away. Husband yelled at me when he got home, saying that I embarrassed mother-in-law in front of the other parents and I left her stranded when I could have easily have driven her home. It really wouldn't have been much work to drive her home one time and I'm regretting causing a scene at my daughter's school because her classmates and their parents might have seen it. Am I the asshole? And a you says everyone sucks here. You should have an adult conversation with your mother-in-law about your boundaries and how you won't tolerate her demeaning you with her comments. The state of your home and your child's education is not her business and she can leave those subjects alone. But instead, you make your point by leaving her at your kid's school without any way of getting home. I get it. She's a pain in the ass, but acting like a child doesn't help the situation. Your husband knows how you feel. He knows how his mother feels and still put you in this position of having to drive her home. You all suck. Corp says, not the asshole. I was going to go everyone sucks here, but then I realized your husband was an adult who knocked up a teen and then let his mother treat his wife horribly for years. You said no, he heard no, he manipulated you anyway. Your mother-in-law has spent years trying to humiliate you. I'm not going to call you an arsehole when you were finally able to draw boundaries. She knows full well what she was doing all those years. Your husband knows too, just doesn't care. This has always been a husband problem. He doesn't stand up for you and he doesn't care that you said no. He still thinks you were a teen and he is an adult and therefore he can manipulate you. He would rather keep mummy happy than respect you. There is a reason older guys are with younger women and you are feeling the repercussions years later. You have matured and are better able to stand up for yourself. He just doesn't respect that. 4682458 says not the arsehole. He asked you and you said no. So he tried to trap you into it anyway. He seems not to have a good track record on issues with mother-in-law. So unfortunately, you have to resort to these measures. Why can't you get an Uber or Lyft? The temp situation. And one more from Adaruma Doll who says, I totally disagree with all these everyone sucks here comments. You're 100% not the arsehole. You go no contact because mother-in-law can't keep it civil. Your husband tries to force you into doing her a favor. You clearly say no. Then she causes a scene. Not you, her. You are not to blame because she and your husband cause a scene in front of your daughter's school. You do not have to be bullied into doing what her or your husband want just to avoid either one of them making a scene. You're allowed to say no and to keep to your boundaries. You made yourself crystal clear. They are being jerks, not the arsehole. And now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories, your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for doing you. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 